0: Adam Wainwright is headed to the injured list. Is this the unceremonious end to a great Cardinals career? This is Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals. Your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey there Cardinals fans, I'm J.D. Haffron and I'm a national radio sports anchor born and raised in the Lou and a lifetime Cardinals fan and I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio and the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. Want to thank those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Also, be sure to check us out on YouTube. You can see my ugly mug and also like, subscribe and comment so you're interacting with us because that is where we do a lot of the um discussion if you will about about the Cardinals online hit the notification button that way you know when the new episodes get posted this is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat today's episode being brought to you by sleeper swing for the fences on sleeper picks and you could win up to 100 times your money download the sleeper app and use promo code locked on and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. All right, so uh, Adam Wainwright, let's get into this. Uh, A lot of things have happened since yesterday's game ended. Uh, We went over his uh, performance yesterday and yesterday's episode, but more details have come out today, and we've got some uh, some transactions to talk about, as well as um, minor league players of the year, or not year, players of the month. I'm sorry, getting way ahead of myself, not a year, but players of the month for June. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about that, but um, I want to address the Adam Wainwright situation one final time, because I'm curious if fans uh, feel like they got kind of duped here uh, of what was going on with Adam. Now, if you haven't heard, the Cardinals have placed the three-time All-Star, two-time Gold Glover, Silver Slugger winner, World Series champion, a future Cardinals Hall of famer Adam Wainwright on the injured list with shoulder inflammation. That's what's going on there. It's a strain. Not great, right? You know, you never like to hear that about a pitcher. Now, Wayno's last three starts have been wholly ugly, <laughs> like so ugly, not just ugly, fugly, if you would. Um, it's been really, really bad. Against the Cubs in London, seven runs on 11 hits and one walk and three plus innings. Against the Astros, six runs on six hits, three walks and an inning and two thirds. And then against the Marlins, seven runs, four of them earned on seven hits and two walks and three and a third. If there are children in the room watching or listening right now, you might want to cover their eyes and ears because these numbers are downright frightening. The combined numbers for those three starts for Adam Wainwright come out to this. An 0-3 record, only eight innings pitched, 20 runs on 24 hits, four of those home runs, five of those doubles, six walks, and four strikeouts. His ERA over the last three games is a combined 19.13. Opponents are hitting 522 against him. Their OBP is 585. And they're slugging 891 with an OPS of 1.476. So to put those numbers in perspective, in case you aren't a super baseball nerd like I am, the highest career batting average, like ever, Major League history, is Ty Cobb at 366. Opponents are hitting 522 off of Bueno. The highest career OBP, the great Ted Williams at 481. Batters are hitting with an obp of 585 against Wayne. Highest career slugging ever, Babe Ruth at 689. Opponents are slugging 891. And then highest career ops also belongs to the Babe, the Sultan of Swat, the King of Crash, 1.163. OPS again over the last 3 day 3 games for Adam, 1.476. And if you look at the Cubs and the Astros and the Marlins lineups, I'm not trying to see anything bad about them, but they're not littered with future Hall of Famers on any of those rosters. Maybe maybe Jose Altuve with Houston, right? Depends on how people feel about the the scandals that went on in Houston, but you see that amount of damage being done and it just, you know, proves the point that something's going on here. Something's wrong with Adam Wainwright, whether it's mentally or physically or a combination of both. We know how mental this game is, and, you know, we've seen people who can't, you know, Rick Ankiel, you, you see what happens to him, you know? We, we've seen that with uh, other players. Chuck Knobloch, Steve Sachs couldn't, couldn't throw it to first anymore. John Lester, former Cardinal, couldn't throw it over to first base. You know, mentally, things can happen, right? And after the game yesterday, Ali, for the first time, at least that I recall, said that Adam had been pitching through some things, and then Wainwright admitted that he's been dealing with discomfort and irritation in his pitching shoulder for a matter of weeks. He said that soreness has been a driving force behind the lack of late life on his curveball and fastball. So I'm curious how fans feel about this, considering a couple of weeks ago, I think most of us felt that the Cardinals still had an outside chance to get back into this thing. You know, if he's been dealing with this for weeks, as he said, not, I mean, three starts is really, really bad, but that's only a week and a half. So weeks is what we were told. And a couple of weeks ago, I think, like I said, I think a lot of us felt that yeah, there's still a chance. There's, there's a chance it could get back into this. And to have a 41-year-old injured pitcher continue to go to the mound to just get pulverized doesn't exactly sound like the best plan for winning baseball games to me. Like, this kind of caught me off guard. Now, I thought maybe that they would use the whole, uh, he's dealing with some arm fatigue or something, and you can shut him down. And that was just to get him out of the rotation and just to kind of you know get him away from things. But that is not what this sounds like. It sounds like a legit injury. And you're telling us that this injured version of Adam Wainwright, who you still, I just gave you all the numbers and how awful it was, was a better option to try and win games than even giving like Stephen Matz another shot in the rotation or any of the arms at Memphis. And I understand that you have a sense of loyalty to Adam because I feel the same way too, which is why I said I was willing to let him try and dig himself out of this funk that he was in. But, but if he's like legitimately been hurt this whole time, what a disastrous decision that was by Ali and Mo and anybody else involved to let him keep taking the mound. I mean, I'm sure Adam had his two cents that he wanted to add and how he wanted to keep going out there, but there's a time where you just got to tell a player, no. So this kind of ticks me off a little bit. I'm not angry. I'm just kind of like, I mean, if he was hurting, legitimately hurting, then no matter how hard Adam kicked and screamed and told you he's fine, you should have done the right thing and put him on the IL earlier. Let him get healthy and then proceed. You know, these last three outings they, they've been embarrassing to to Adam and to the team. Like every game, just to get our butts kicked—that's not fun. Well, that's not doing anything for team morale. Like, how can you just keep putting him out there like that if the injury, again, is legit? And it's not just the injury as an excuse to get him out of the rotation for a bit, which it doesn't seem like it is. I I don't feel like Adam Wainwright, knowing who Adam Wainwright is, the honest, religious man that Adam Wainwright is, that he would lie to reporters and into the camera saying, you know, it's something I've been dealing with and this and that. Like, I mean, he admitted it. Not a great idea to to keep putting them out there then. And it it likely helped torpedo any chance that you had at turning the season around. Because I feel like they're past the point of no return. I just don't have a lot of faith in what's going to happen in the second half of the season. Could they surprise us? Sure, I suppose they could. But they haven't shown me any reason to believe in that. So there wasn't really a great chance... Of them turning things around already, but this sure did not help matters whatsoever. And the next question is Is this the last we've seen of Adam Wainwright? And I sure hope not. I really hope not. As bad as the season has been, this is now how I want to see the final days of Adam Wainwright's career go down. And it doesn't appear, thank God, it doesn't appear that Adam has done either. He's quoted as saying, No. That's not the end. I've come back from much worse. My arm was broken in 18, and I came back and pitched almost five years more now. So it's nothing like that, but it is affecting my stuff. The scoreboard says that, and there's no denying that, and you can't hide it. I could try to talk myself into anything. I've done that a lot, and I've made a career out of it. But right now, it's not fair for me to put the team in that spot, and I need to get better. I'll either come back and pitch great, or I'll be a great cheerleader. The plan is I'm not giving up, and I still want to go out there and be great. And I hope he does. I hope he gets healed. I hope he can pick up those final two wins to get to uh, 200 wins in his career. But mostly, I just want to see the guy hit one more time. I really do. And I think he should. That's what I want from all of this. If he doesn't get to 200, that would be a shame. But I want to see Adam Wainwright get to swing the lumber one more time in front of the home crowd at Bush Stadium. I think it would be awesome. That's what I want to see. I want to see his last time not so much be on the mound and walk off and tip the hat and stuff. I want to see him take some hacks and then get the standing O as a hitter because he was a very good hitter when pitchers were allowed to hit. So that's what I want. But I don't know. Let me know down in the comments how you feel about this. Do you feel like you were lied to this whole time? Because they never brought up injuries before this. And now it's something he's been dealing with for weeks? I don't know. I just think it's if that is the case, man, what what terrible decision-making to go along with a lot of bad decisions this team has made this year. Uh, there were a couple of other transactions made today other than Wainwright going to the injured list, and uh, I'm going to roll through those next for you. Plus, one of the Cardinals' top pitching prospects had a delightful game at AA Springfield that I'd like to share with you. And we've got the minor league players of the month to talk about as well, all coming up on Locked on Cardinals. If you want to 100 times your money on daily fantasy baseball, then Sleeper is the app that you need to be using. And they're now offering up to 100 times payout for up to eight pick contests. Sleeper, in case you're unfamiliar, fantasy sports and real money gaming app focused on bringing people together through sports and gaming. Uh, Sleeper has become the fastest organically growing fantasy platform in the world. They had over 5 million active users in 2022. Were you one of them? You should be at Sleeper. It's not just about sports. It's about building personal connections and lasting memories. So if you're a fantasy baseball fan, I am. I'm huge. I love it. Most of us are. If you're listening to a baseball podcast, you're probably into fantasy baseball in some way, shape or form. What you do is you choose as many as eight players that you like and pick more or less on your favorite baseball stats. Uh, they got home runs, strikeouts, hits, and more, just like you would in your normal fantasy league, whether you're playing on different platforms uh, in different leagues, except now you can make money off of it. You know, Normally, if you're in a league, you might have a payout at the end of the year that goes to the champion. Well, now you paid out each day. Get your picks right. You could win big. Tonight, Matthew Libertor against the Marlins offense, who just put up 15 runs yesterday. Garrett Cooper, kind of been red hot for them. Perhaps he's somebody you'd want to put in your lineup uh, for the Cardinals. Wilson Contreras hitting four sixty two over his last four games. Get him in your lineup. Sleeper offers more stat categories to place contests on. Safe and fast withdrawals. Entries can be made in 30 seconds or less. It's that easy. So use the promo code Locked On. You'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's term of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states check out sleeper today the cardinals are in miami to face the marlins again tonight you can catch every pitch of the cardinals hometown broadcast with sirius xm on the sxm app just search cardinals thanks for making locked on cardinals your first listen every day a reminder to always feel free to write and comment your thoughts on twitter if you can if <laughs> you haven't exceeded your limits and uh, of course in the comments section on youtube as well that way you're having conversations with fellow Cardinals fans each and every day. It can be a lot of fun. As tough as the season has been, we kind of we kind of need each other, okay? Um, so here's the transaction report for the Cardinals today. Some big names got got brought up. They've recalled catcher Yvonne Herrera, uh, Dakota Hudson, and Zach Thompson. All of them are back up on the uh, on the big squad. Hudson was a candidate to start tonight, according to MLB.com's uh, John Denton, but they eventually decided to go with Matthew Libertor instead. I know it's on short rest, but his pitch count wasn't all that high last time, so that's why they feel like it's okay. We're gonna we're gonna let Libby get out there again, which is fine. Um, Adam Wainwright right shoulder strain to the IL. Andrew Kisner also placed on the injured list due to the growing injury. Remember, he got hit by a foul ball yesterday. Had to go to the ER down in Miami to, uh, <laughs> to make sure everything was cool. So um, apparently, it's not too serious, but. They wanted to give him some rust. And James Nail has been optioned to Memphis after just getting bludgeoned by the Marlins yesterday. So let's start with what's going on with the pitchers here. We just uh, had Hudson throw well the other night against the Yankees. Uh, In relief, tossed two and two-thirds innings of shutout ball, allowed just one hit, struck out two, and walk any, which is always a big deal with Dakota because he tends to put a lot of guys on. And when he's good and when he's on, he gets a lot of ground balls, he doesn't walk anybody, and then he can be effective. But when he starts walking people and he gets that sinker ball up, those are problems for him. Uh, Zach Thompson has been with the team or hasn't been with the team since uh, May 2nd. That's when they optioned him back to Memphis. And remember, the team said uh, they wanted to transition him to being a starter again after he was a reliever last year reliever in spring training reliever in the first month of the season and it's a role that he was pretty darn good at you know he had a couple of rough outings at the end of april and then they optioned him back and made that decision and it's not a decision i like i I hate the fact that they did it in in the season like, I feel like that's an idea that you come up with like after a season's over so he can really ramp himself up and be ready to go. But you essentially took what was a pretty good weapon out of your bullpen and just gave him to Memphis. <laughs> you just put him down in AAA instead. And every day there's no my disdain for this move. I've hated it since day one. I think it was a huge mistake. Could it be better for Thompson in the long run? Maybe, we don't know, but he has not been very good as a starter in the minor leagues ever. And this year at Memphis, one in four, ERA over nine. This is a former first round pick who kind of found his niche and was productive at the major league level as a reliever, but stinks and struggles as a starter in the minor leagues. Why are we messing with that? I, I do not understand. I've st- I, see, I get worked up about this thing. because I think it's such a mistake. And it's not like the Cardinals bullpen was so good that they didn't have room for another weapon. Where they're like, well, you know, he's just kind of a, a bit piece for us. Like, he wouldn't have been pitched. No, bullpen sucks. It's been terrible this year. And they made that decision. Like, ugh, <laughs> I still hate it so much. But now that he and Hudson are up again, Katie Wu from The Athletic tweeted that there is no designated roles for Dakota Hudson or Zach Thompson. They can be used as either relievers or starters, depending on need. Again, didn't you send Thompson down so he could be a starter? Are we ab- are we aborting this idea again? And he's now a, like a swing man where hey, he, could, he could start a game, could relieve a game. We don't know what we want to do with him. I mean, they're treating this former first round pick again like a yo-yo. It's weird, and I hope he finds success however they decide to use him, but my gosh, like, dude, make up your minds, and if you've got a guy who's good at something, let him be good at something. Like the whole Jordan Hicks being a starter thing. It doesn't work. I don't care what Jordan Hicks says he wants to do at some point. He might get a chance to decide that himself when he becomes a free agent this offseason, and maybe he'll want to be a starter somewhere, but he hasn't been very good at that. So let him be good at something. And they just keep screwing with this kid. I just don't get it. Yvonne uh, Herrera also gets the call-up with Kiz out. Um, this is this is a big move, and I'm excited to watch him play. Cardinals number six ranked prospect uh, at MLB Pipeline. He's still 23 years old, and at Memphis this year was hitting 308, eight home runs, 44 ribbies in just 50 games, like putting up massive numbers. Derek Gould at stltoday.com says – The Cardinals have tasked him with becoming better at managing and calling games from behind the plate, and he's made some strides there as well as improved how agile he is defensively. At the same time, he's done what few catching prospects for the Cardinals have, and that's blossomed offensively. Um, On the addition of Herrera, Katie Wu again tweets out, team wants to use this break to give Kisner a breather. If something happened to Contreras the next few days, he wouldn't have been able to go so it made sense to IL him. Herrera should see playing time, though similar to Kisner's usage. No reason to call him up, if otherwise. Um, I assume the pitchers are comfortable with him. I mean, that was kind of the deal, is that the pitchers love Kisner. Well, is this going to hurt uh, Jordan Montgomery, who has been very good with Kisner behind the plate? Um, We'll see. We'll see. In theory, All of this sounds great, right? And I I hope they do use him. Like, I hope they don't just start burying Contreras behind the plate every game and not using Herrera. Like, I can see that happening, and it's not going to be good. I, I hope we see Herrera. I hope we continue to see Baker and Walker and now Thompson get tons of usage because these guys are the future of your franchise, or in some cases, like with Baker, At least you can put them on display to go out and acquire people who might be the future of your team if there isn't room for them here. Like, what are we doing with Luke and Baker? Like, if you're you're planning on keeping Goldie and the idea is to probably extend him, I got no issues with that, but get something for Baker instead of letting him just rot at AAA a see if you can get something for him uh speaking of the future the cardinals number two ranked player had a nice debut at springfield we're going to talk about it next and announce the uh minor league players of the month for the uh for the cardinals on lock on cardinals cardinals are in miami again tonight against the marlins and you can catch every pitch of the cardinals hometown broadcast with sirius xm on the sxm app just search Cardinals. Tink Hence, one of my favorite names, is uh, a name that many fans are probably familiar with. And if you're not, 20 year old, recently promoted to double A Springfield after going two and one with a 2.81 ERA and 11 starts at Peoria. He's the number two ranked prospect on uh, on the Cardinals organization, according to MLB Pipeline. I saw Baseball America has got him ranked at like number 31 overall. In, the, in all of baseball, so kind of a big deal. Um, in his debut for Springfield, he allows one run and struck out five batters across five innings. Daniel Guerrero at stltoday.com said the only run the right-handed pitching prospect and all-star futures game representative gave up, came on a solo home run with one out in the third inning. After allowing a double and a walk later in that same inning, hence stranded both runners by inducing an inning-ending ground out. Said he found himself in a similar situation in the fifth inning after he gave up back-to-back singles with one out. He quieted a potentially a potential rally from Amarillo by getting a swinging strikeout and a groundout to end the frame. Hence completed his five innings against the Sod Poodles, that's really their name, on a career-high 80 pitches, 52 of which were strikes. The outing was Hence's fourth of his career of at least five innings, all of which have come this season with the start hence lowered to ERA to 2.70 across 46 and two-thirds innings between class high a and class double a he's fanned 51 batters and maintained a 1.14 whip in his 12 starts hence is the real deal and they're, and they're being really smart with him they're not rushing him again 20 years old and he's not a big guy so they've been very careful with him as far as pitch counts and whatnot and um He's been responding very, very well. He was named the Cardinals minor league co-pitcher of the month for June after posting a 2-0 record with a 2.57 ERA and 20 strikeouts and five starts. The other pitcher of the month, the other co-pitcher, is Max Rajik, who uh, posted a 2-2 record with a 1.86 ERA, 29 Ks, and five starts. He just got promoted to Palm Beach, uh, from Palm Beach, I should say, to Peoria, which is where Tink was on June 26th. Now, Rajik is the 16th ranked prospect in the system. Sixth round pick in 2022 out of UCLA. You like to see it. You like to see that some of these guys, especially pitching prospects are doing very, very well and uh, are moving up, moving up in the system. So, uh, you know, as you can see at the major league level, pitching makes a world of difference. And if you got it, you can do some damage in the major leagues. And when you don't, you see what's happening to the Cardinals this year. Uh, your minor league player of the month is second baseman Nick Dunn, who's at AA Springfield. Now, Dunn, 26 years old, led all qualified Cardinal minor league players in June with a 372 batting average, 450 OBP, 971 OPS, 35 hits, and 49 total bases on the air. He's hit 304, four home runs, 28 knocked in. 26 years old at AA, not much of a prospect anymore, but hey. Nick Dunn still chasing the dream and congratulations to all three of them for uh, being honored as the players of the month. Thanks for making On Cardinals your first listen every day. Be sure to catch every pitch of the Cardinals hometown broadcast for tonight's game against the Marlins with Sirius XM on the SXM app search Cardinals uh, lefty Matthew Libertor. will try to silence the Marlins bats after their 15 run outburst yesterday. First pitch is going to be at 5:40 St. Louis time uh, on the Marlins side of things going to be a bullpen game we know how well those go for the Cardinals so hopefully hopefully they 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 can break out and uh get a win this is game three of this four game set and they're down zero two two already so um something's got to change right if they're going to pull off a W here tonight. So I'll be watching. Hope you will be too. Be sure to uh, follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio. During the game, we'll be chit-chatting. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Help our channel. and Love for the Cardinals grow. You guys are the best fans in baseball for a reason. And I'll see you next time on Lockdown Cardinals.